This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I am feeling stoked about today. I mean, this is the day. You know, I'm the guy doing the thing that dudes do, and I'm here. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. Uh, hello, welcome to another edition of Between Two Firms. Uh, my name is Zach Alphanakis, and uh, my guest today is Bruce Willis. So, uh, how many children do you have? Three. Three. Which is your favorite, Ashton? And boom goes the dynamite. See, I don't know what the answer is going to be because I don't know what I'm going to ask. If I don't know what the answer is going to be, then I got to listen to the answer. Then I got to go for the immediacy. And I'm an immediate broadcaster. Really? If this is you doing your job, you're terrible at it. And now. You know what? I love bananas. And, and sometimes a banana is just not quite ripe. And you're like, oh, I wish it was riper because I'd like to eat that banana right now. Our feature presentation. I'd like to hear more, more about the banana if that's cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 6th of June. What's up, Square Pegs? Mm. I mean, eh. mm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Although, some of you are Were you expecting poles. applause? Hmm? No. Okay. No. Just saying hi. Just all right. I'm in just, between on it. Yeah. Just greeting my coworkers, that's Same. all. Hey, um, how's it going? Good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> can you uh, can you feel it? Uh-oh. Feel oh. what? Can you smell it? Oh, no. Okay, this I don't better like not any be of like it. half, two-thirds, three-fifths Christmas, because I will burn this place down. Are you basking in it? Mm. World Cup. Oh. World Cup fever, you guys. <laughs> okay. I got the World Cup fever bad, Kevin. How about you? I do, actually. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> now, is there anyone you're rooting for besides USA, USA? No. I don't mean... I mean, of course you want America to win, but who's your backup team if America doesn't win that you also hope that has a good tournament? I don't really... <laughs> oh, yeah. Every Olympics, I'm like, I like the USA, but I do have a backup squad. Right. You I've need, never had a backup, backup team. You don't. Uh-uh. You don't really... Well, I've got uh, I've got Norway playing Nigeria on Saturday. They're in they're in uh, I got them, and then I got <laughs> and then I got England playing Scotland on Sunday, and then the USA will destroy Thailand like five to nothing on Tuesday. Right. So I got a I got three three countries to root for here. Full dance card. Yeah. What makes you root for Nigeria? No, no, I'm rooting for Norway. Norway you didn't against. say it. You said, I've got them. Well, so it I sounded thought... like you meant both teams. No, I He wants was... them both to win. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was obvious. Norway is my people. You know that. So I got Norway, I got England, and I got USA. So it's going to be a very busy couple of weeks here. That Being is at exciting. Home, little flags. <laughs> three of them in his hands. <laughs> waving them fast. 
do you do you watch soccer? Pete? Yes, World Cup always. He okay. does actually. I did not always. know that. Yeah. Okay. And I actually I actually became a soccer fan living in Seattle and I kind of got kind of I'm not going to lie, I really started following the Sounders a lot and really wow. enjoyed them. Yeah. This is exciting. Right? I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a, I'm Kept not, it I'm, to himself this whole time. He did. Well, he yeah. let me get yelled at. Yes. Sure yes. did. I prefer Kevin get mocked for loving <laughs> soccer. <laughs> Uh, you know, Kevin is a thousand times the fan I am, but I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoy it. I mean, I watch more soccer than I do some of the other sports, for sure. Speaking of, I did want to cover a couple of things real quick. I know we haven't really talked about the NBA Finals last night, which is your whole life right now, Judson. I mean, slightly. I've, it's different now with this schedule. Yes. What do you mean? Like, I just hope they're up by 10, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can't, has, Canada, obviously, has never won an NBA title right Correct. yeah no team from canada has ever wanted to be now are we going to let this happen we're going to figure out a way to, to well, keep it in the usa it's very difficult to win when most of your good players are injured that and does when, make it difficult when hard, you say sure. most of like the six next best players after steph curry are all hurt well right? draymond and, and steph are are healthy but, be, okay. but beyond i mean it is a it is a damaged beaten up squad very much so and so this this brings to mind the, some of those LeBron finals where you felt like he was the only guy out there having to score 50 points even to make it competitive, right? Yeah. I mean, it is the one way they figured out that the Warriors will lose in the championship. Just injure all their Just players. injure everybody? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so how are you feeling about it with Toronto up 2-1? Uh, as you know, I'm a Drake fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what he's done, a lot of people are like, oh, that's so annoying. I think it's kind of fun. Reminds me of the old Spike Lee days. Uh, and also it breaks up the dynasty, even if they had to do it in sort of a, uh, you know, dinged up way. But mm-hmm. I'm down. I mean, you don't like you don't like seeing teams to win too often. I don't. Uh, you, that's true. But I also don't like seeing finals where one of the teams is clearly a shell of its normal regular season self. Like, I, it just seems wrong. Mm-hmm. So I hate that, and and that's what's kind of killing me in it. But the argument on the other side is that every team has that same grueling long season to get to the finals, yeah. and you know there are ba- there are just bad breaks sometimes. Yeah, and Adam Silver has been talking about shortening the season for a while. It's mm-hmm. not really getting any traction within the league, uh, but I think it would go a long way. And obviously, the players' union has been fighting for it for years. Yeah, uh, and it's affecting obviously the NBA a lot when dudes start getting really injured in the end of the season, and especially but. when you're a team like Golden State that's been what five years in a row yeah, in the finals yeah. too. I mean, you're playing two months longer than everybody. Yeah, that's a lot of extra games. All right, so two things I wanted to bring up about uh, last night that are not basketball-related. Allie, one of them, I'm sure you spent a lot of time in your timeline last night with Michelle Beadle talking about the amazing revelation that came out Uh, during the show last night. uh, Paul Pierce is amazing (laughs) at what he does, and the way he trolls human beings, it's unbelievable. He truly is. He's like the Charles Barkley mentee. (laughs) He's amazing. He's amazing. Now, before I play the uh, tape, Kevin, do you know what was I don't last? Okay, before I play the tape for you and others, it is amazing. You're going to love it, whether you care about basketball or not. Explain the origin of the Paul Pierce sucks chant that goes on every night. Oh, I do love that. What's that? Oh, oh, do you not know it? Who are you asking? I'm asking anyone. Anyone that oh, knows. it's just Paul he, Pierce sucks. Well, he it's, said he was better than, uh, than Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. Yeah, and that people took offense to that, and then uh, this chant became a bit of a meme. <laughs> became a thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he seems to embrace it. Yeah, he, he loves, loves it. the hatred. He, he likes being the heel. Yeah. All right, so here's Michelle Beadle and the team last night when uh, an important anniversary was upon us, and she brought it up, and Paul Pierce surprised the world when he admitted something you don't usually see on television. 11 years ago today, wheelchaired off the floor for reasons he will keep to himself. I have a confession to make. Whoa. 
I just had to go to the bathroom. A number a one or a I had to go two. to the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that I, bad. It was something went down. I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, you were streaking. Okay. Hey, you. Dude, uh, That's it. That's it. Hey, they got a little bit more graphic than Michelle was hoping for. I right. don't think I'm buying that. I'm well, not buying people totally then were posting a picture all. of him like taking a shot, and there was like a little brown spot on uh-huh. the back of his white Celtic shorts. So people were like, "This is totally possible." Ugh. He pooed himself. <laughs> Unbelievable! It very plausible that you, if you really did, you don't want to walk off the court with everybody seeing that. So you get a wheelchair. So boom, you, you hide it. You he did it. come back like ten minutes later. Yes. he did. Running, yes. running back. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yes. totally fine. Yeah. Lighter, if you <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah, Yeah. almost a jump to his step. Yeah, Uh and it has been a mystery for eleven years. Not for me. He was a baby and got injured a little bit, and then he cried and got a wheelchair. Then he went back off. Then he was like, "Hey, I'm not so bad," and he ran right back out. You're doubting the poop story? Yeah. Why would anyone make up a story like that? It's a little less embarrassing than I was just a complete baby. Oh, yeah. I pooped my pants. I think so. (laughs) I think so because everybody goes, oh, well, we've all been there or whatever, you know. And people are now saying he's an absolute legend for admitting it. Like, this has turned Mm. a tide with Paul, which makes me laugh even harder because he's making that's what I think. I, you don't believe it either, no, Allie? No, I think he absolutely pooped himself. He had okay. to come up with some reason why he did that because it was ridiculous. And it's a good... I, I don't think anyone voluntarily goes on TV and admits to pooping himself. I don't think you know Paul truth. Pierce well, and I the don't. fact that he loves to poke, poke, poke and mess with people. And the fact that he was a huge trend last night delighted that man mm-hmm. to no end. It I is true. It is true that once you get stabbed 11 times, nothing else really will bother yeah, you. It's true. So, it's true. Paul Pierce. Uh, victimized by 11 stabbings from a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Pooping your pants on television, not as embarrassing. Nothing. Yeah. So, so Made it a, up. A room full of doubters here, Jensen. What say you? Uh, I, I always thought it was weird that he was able to run back. Well, that was the odd part, is that they took him off in a wheelchair. I mean, I think he pooped. And I think it was less than 10 minutes. I think he pooped when he went back there. I think if he pooped his pants is probably the part he made up. So you think he just had to use the toilet? But wait, you, yeah. if he just had to use the toilet, then his excuse doesn't make any sense because you don't down. need a wheelchair. Right. They, yes. There's also a very funny picture of his teammates all making grunting faces while picking him up. And everyone was like, it's because they smelt it. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> totally made it up. The wheelchair makes all the sense of the world, Kevin, because he's hiding the spot. Or it makes sense that he was always a bit of a showboat baby. Mm-hmm. He got wheeled back, and then he got the chance to run back out like, look what I'm doing for the team and for the city of Boston. I'm going to do this. I so this love is- that you hate him as much as me. This is great. Oh, I love Paul Pierce. <laughs> oh. I love Paul Pierce. I think he's one of the greatest. Oh, please. One of the greatest. But he is a mess of a human being in the best of ways. So here I thought mystery solved. We could all move on with no. our lives. What he wanted you to think, Bigfoot. That's what he wanted you to think. Now you guys are telling me it's just as, uh, just as much a question as it was before last night. I think he came up with that excuse, knowing that he might be asked that. Maybe mm. Michelle gave well, the heads up. Well, 11-year anniversary, yeah. sure. 
That's that is the big one. It's a big one. Everybody knows. <laughs> what if we all found out like every good sports story? Like Kirk Gibson wasn't really injured; he just had to take a poo. <laughs> just like every good Everything. sports story. Yes. They're all going to the bathroom. Yeah, diarrhea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm uh, not I'm, buying it. Just I'm saying. disappointed now. I'm disappointed. I thought we were all celebrating the answer. Rest finally. in peace, Bill Buckner, who couldn't fully get down to get the ball because there was poop in his pants. Right. Oh, <laughs> let the man just rest. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we? Enough is enough. Right. Get up on this with Jensen Karp. Mm-hmm. Introduces us to something that's uh, upcoming or that we should know about. Three things today. Three wow. things. Yep. A fast food report on the way. Me too. I mean, I'd do it. Yeah. Okay. A uh, woman had a surprise birth, and it's a bizarre story. These are always so unbelievable. Yes. She had, uh, she says in her words... Two minutes notice that she was having a baby. How she didn't know happen? up until two minutes before mm. the baby came. As someone it's, with a pregnant wife. And there's and there's more like weird facts after that, which are just it seems like it's a it's a miracle that it all happened. That she mm-hmm. got the nursery done, right? Right. That's, <laughs> that <laughs> that's is what I was weird. thinking about, sure. <laughs> Did any of her friends under, ever wonder why she was eating at CPK every day? <laughs> oh wait, no, that's, that's, that's your, your wife. wife. Oh, that's just mm-hmm. me. That's okay. You, yeah. Uh, Dr. Drew's on the show today. He's going to tell us we're all going to die from the bubonic plague. Mm. And Nick Hexum from 311 will be here. How about that? How about that? That's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hallie McKay, take it away. Well, uh, this is exciting for some people. I can't wait not to watch it. (laughs) Comedy Central has announced that Alec Baldwin will headline its next Comedy Central roast. Hiya, folks. Yep, he's joining the likes of Rob Lowe, Justin Bieber, Charlie Sheen, Donald Trump, William Shatner. Here's what he had to say. Getting roasted will be the greatest honor of my lifetime, besides being a father, a husband, hosting SNL 17 times, receiving Holy Golden Globes, crap. Emmys, and working with Martin Scorsese. Here's my IMDb. Yeah. He was making a joke, Kevin. He was being uh, was funny, he? saying he's it, saying the roast, is, them and and the roast yeah. is not an honor, is what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. I think he is very funny. I know you, you have reasons to dislike him personally. Ali is a man, but I think that's going to be a funny broadcast. Sure, it will be for you. I don't know mm-hmm. why the roasts have become a little bit tired for me. I don't know why. And this is coming from a guy who writes disses on a rap show, but mm-hmm. I just think I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe, the targets. But I don't. Yeah, I guess they did the Trump one. You know, years and years and years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think since that one, it's just gotten kind of more and more predictable. Yeah. I have felt that way, but then every once in a while, like the Bruce Willis one came mm-hmm. along, and it was just a great two hours of TV. I remember liking the Bieber one. really funny. Yeah, the Bieber one was I funny, too. I remember enjoying that one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Some of us will. Some of us won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to tape in New York sometime this summer and air on a date yet to be determined. So, there you go. Good be, times. be a lot of you're a bad dad jokes. You're a bad dad. Sure. Um, please Anger. don't hit me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, that, tweet more about hating women. Weight gain. You know, that all fun sounds stuff. fun. Yeah, fun hey, stuff. Hey, that's my parking space. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know how that goes, Bean. Yeah, okay. fun stuff that, that's real about what a horrible person he is. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. They should have you right for it. Oh. Put a little no. edge in it. No, thank you. Oh, there's going to be plenty of edge, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they will not be at a loss for things to criticize with him, I feel. Yeah. 
So we've been talking now more about the lottery because the Mega Millions has climbed to $530 million. The drawing is tomorrow. Uh, so far, it's a th- almost $344 million payout. Might go up even more. But we discussed off the air yesterday the uh, guy that won the North Carolina biggest single ticket jackpot ever in the state's history. That $344.6 million Powerball prize this mm-hmm. past week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used numbers that his stepdaughter got in a fortune cookie two years ago. <laughs> I thought it was like that they got a takeout order and then went straight to no. the yeah, why, did he, why would he hang on to that number? He has not only hung on to that number, he has played those same five numbers in Powerball and Mega Millions ever since he saw those numbers in a wow. fortune cookie two years ago. That made it more impressive. Yes. Wow. So he really believed in that fortune he, cookie. He did. So if you have a fortune cookie from years ago and that's... that's that you that kept the fortune on your fridge. You win. I mean, you win. Okay. Especially if you buy more than one ticket, because that increases your chance. Yeah. Double, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. I see. I when I get fortune cookies, it, fortune cookies uh, when I have Chinese food, and there's lottery numbers in there. I go. Somebody was too lazy to write something. That's well, all I. But look the at lottery it. numbers yeah. are usually on the back. And no? hold on, yeah, they're um, on all of them. Did you? Oh, did you not mm-hmm. win the lottery? I did not win the lottery. Well, the guy that believed in it did. Yeah, and did you buy a ticket with those numbers? I did not. Okay, so then you definitely (laughs) wouldn't win with those numbers. Yes. Sounds like he made a lot better choices than I did. (laughs) He did. He's not at work today, and I am. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, he probably didn't go back to work with... um, the lump sum payout of two hundred thirty-three yeah. million, and he looked like a pretty young dude too. By the way, this wasn't one of those eighty-year-olds who wins. I mean, this guy looks like he's got a few years to really enjoy it. Yeah, he said uh, he's still going to wear jeans, just maybe newer ones. He's going to give a million to his brother. They agreed to such a deal if either of them ever won a big prize, and he's going to donate to the Wounded Warrior Project, Shriners Hospital for Children, and St. Jude's Research yeah, Hospital. I love that dude. Already mentioning where he's giving Amazing. the money. Yeah, that would be the look. As much as fun as it would be to be rich, how much fun would it be to be able to just pick charities and give away a ton Absolutely. of money? Yeah, that'd be that amazing. Would be so fun. Yeah, I know it's it's a paraphrase of an Anthony Jeselnik joke, who's so mm-hmm. funny, but he he always is like, I love when people are surprised that people misuse their lotto winnings. Uh, in order to buy lottery tickets, you have to be bad with money already. Yeah, correct. <laughs> like, probably right. You're yeah. already bad with money. You're just going to get worse when you have some. Do you think, though, that his brother's like, yeah, I know we made that deal of a million. But right. you won 344. Let's And don't worry about it. You'll get your million. Let's let's <laughs> give me a little more. Do you yeah. think his brother sent that text? Probably. Yeah, when we when we talked about uh, giving the other guy a million, that's if you won like 10. Yeah. Right. This right. is 300. So... He's Give the drummer some, right. Oh, his brother's a drummer? That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Looking for a new Very set. Cool. Yeah. All right, some birthdays for you guys. Guitarist for Corn, Monkey, who was just in here. What a delight that man Fantastic. is. Fantastic. Paul Giamatti, Harvey Firestein, and Freddy Krueger himself, actor Robert England. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, Thursday morning means Dr. Drew Pinsky on the program. Also, get up on this. And I have a surprise musical guest coming in at the 7 o'clock show. Surprise musical? He won't tell us either. What? Yes, it's a surprise. It's a surprise musical guest. We already had Clownvis. Is it Clownvis again? No. No. But uh, you don't want to miss it. 95% of the time when there's a secret break, it's about me. Not today. Let's be honest. Not today. 
surprise musical guest. I'm very excited wow. about it. First, though, it's been a while, but it's time for the Fast Food Report. KROQ 106.7 FM through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves brings you the Fast Food Report with your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp. Pooped my pants. He'll get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp. Take it away, gumshoe. Oh, thank you, Detective Khan. Uh, listen, <laughs> we're going to start in Tennessee where pizza chain Little Caesars is pushing the boundaries of not only the traditional pie, but also good taste. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the Frito Pie Pizza. Frito Pie Pizza? This you, is, mean, you mean Fritos as I'm in talking, the chip? I'm talking Fritos, I love baby. Fritos. This is a large, thin crust pizza with chili cheese sauce, taco sauce, and cheese, all topped with a bag of chili cheese Fritos. It touts over 2,500 calories per yes. pizza and will run you just $10. So I ask you with the utmost respect, Frito Pie Pizza. Chili, please, or chili, no thank you. Eat it or beat it. We'll start with Allie. Chili, no thank you. Beat it. All right. Uh, Kevin? I am giving that a good try. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I was concerned as to what button I would press, but I now know. Uh, Bean, what are you thinking? That sounds like the worst food item you have ever brought us, gents, and I am a strong beat it. Beat it. It does sound like something that would put Paul Pierce in a uh, wheelchair. <laughs> uh, all right, Little Caesars. It's like the college freshman co-ed of pizza joints. They're ready to experiment. Because here's a second item for you. Okay. Oh. The chain's new Quattro Crust Pizza. Okay. Quattro Crust, crust. Pizza. Okay. Currently tested in only Kentucky and Virginia. It's a large pepperoni pizza with four distinct crust flavors split up in quarters. <laughs> One crust is topped with jalapeno slices. Another fourth covered in bacon. Another slammered with cheese, and one last grouping, assorted spices. Mm. So it's almost like four different crusts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Four different pizza in choices. one pizza. In one pizza, one pepperoni pizza. It, it's not. A, it's not only almost like that. It's exactly. Yeah, that. right. Thank you for the detail. It comes with two free ranch sauces and seems perfect for the family of four, where each member hates each other and each other's preferences. <laughs> so I ask you, Quattro crust pizza. Eat all four or ignore. Eat it or beat it. We'll start with Kevin. I'm going to say beat it. Beat it. You only want one crust. Just make me a pizza. Okay. I don't, I don't need to have four different sides. Fair enough. <laughs> Bean, do you have as basic of thoughts? I do. How it's dare a, you? It's an overly complicated item that is not needed. Look, you order the pizza with the crust that you like. Mm. No, this is just too... Uh, nobody needs this beat pizza. Beat it. Allie, what are you thinking? I feel like I want to taste the spicy crust. See mm -hmm. what that's all about. I've got friends that'll like the jalapeno crust. Let's do this. I'm eating it. I believed you till you said you had friends. Aww. Happy to see KFC back in the fast yes. food report. Even if it means we have to travel to New Zealand for the return of the Double Down. You may remember its brief run in the States a few years back as the original included Colonel's, the Colonel's special sauce, bacon, and two slices of cheese between two full original recipe chicken fillets. Mm -hmm. The actual chicken worked as the buns. So let's focus on New Zealand's newest, Bacon Lovers Hash Double Down. <laughs> By the way, oh. they all have mar they have marketing departments. Keep that in mind. One more time, I'm going to tell you. That's not a placeholder title? No, no, no. This okay. is the official title, gotcha. Bacon Lovers Hash Double Down. This variety consists of bacon A's, which I need to know more about, double bacon, two slices of cheese, and a hash brown between two original recipe chicken fillets. It's like breakfast if you're staying up in hopes of clogging an artery. <laughs> it's intense, but the time has come. I ask you, bacon lovers, hash double down, fry or die, eat it or beat it. Bean, we'll start with you. 
Why is KFC trying to kill their remaining customers? This is what I don't understand. It's true. It's it's definitely a cholesterol heaven. Um, this is uh, not for me for many, many reasons. But, but I suspect there are a lot of people out there who really just go for it with mm-hmm. their diets. And I'm going to allow it and say eat it. Do we know anyone? Wait, who, what? Wait, you said what? Hold up. So you, you just say it's it? not for you, but it's, you want to change your vote to eat it? It's definitely not for me, oh but I God. think it sounds like a great product for I've other people. That's not the question. But, Bean, I've, pr- I've pressed the beat it. <laughs> the question oh. is, do, would you eat it or beat it? In a billion years, I would never eat this okay. monstrosity. <laughs> okay, because I can't take it back. Okay, I was fair nervous. enough. Alex, sorry, to, sorry to disrupt the, the flow here. But I think a lot of people out there might be interested in... <laughs> <laughs> but I personally think it's disgusting. Allie, eat it or beat it. Well, uh, he is correct. A lot of people would be interested. It's not I the question. I am one of them, and I will eat Wow. Wow. Hardcore. Beat it. Beat it. It's chicken. It's a hash brown. It's bacon. Those three things rule. Put them together. How are you a beat it, Kevin? This is right up your alley. I'm going to say something that's going to be a tiny bit controversial. Oh, God. If you say you don't like bacon. Not a huge fan of bacon. (gasps) Whoa. That noise hurts. I didn't know we worked with an actual monster. Who made that Alex. noise? That was Allie. That was Allie. Oh, uh, who else did you say? Who would you think? I couldn't. I couldn't figure oh, it out. Kevin, I yeah. don't even know you anymore. Like it? Don't love it. Jeez. You seem don't like the kind of guy who would have a meal just of bacon and syrup. Bacon and syrup. Sure. <laughs> yes, that I would have. Um, no, I just. Uh, it's okay. I can't believe I, I have to continue the fast food report after I finding can't that either. out. I am I am out of breath just hearing yeah, that. King of Mexico says punch. today I am no longer friends with Kevin. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was surprised when Bean said he was moving, but this is more surprising. <laughs> Absolutely. I just picture that Kevin eats like Will Ferrell and Elf. That's what I picture. So this is stunning to me. <laughs> uh, I'll move on. When it comes to trends in fast food, they catch on fast. And with the recent implementation of King's Hawaiian bread at both Arby's oh. and Sonic, you wonder, how will a chain take it to the next level? Well, let me introduce you to Aloha Style at Subway. Starting June 27th at select shops in Champaign, Illinois, Reno, Nevada, and Richmond, Virginia. I thought that kind of detail would be nice. You can say those words, Aloha style, and be served any sandwich on the menu in an 8-inch Hawaiian roll with a deluxe portion of meat and double the cheese. Now, something else worth noting, they will be the first restaurant ever to freshly bake King's Hawaiian bread inside the store. So they're promising the same fresh taste that you're used to from growing up. So I ask you, Aloha style at Subway, hang 10 or wipe out. Eat it or beat it. Kevin, we'll start with you. I'm going and eat it. I love Hawaiian bread. It's a real trend in fast food. It's fantastic. Allie? Absolutely. Eat it. Bean? It's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes, eat it. Eat it. Uh, Well, that is the fast food report, but more importantly, (laughs) when do we get rid of Kevin on the show? Can he move? soon enough. Signing off for Carol Q 106.7 FM. That was the fast food report with Jensen Carp. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's that? What? White Taps. Uh, Kevin announced during the Fast Food Report a few minutes ago that he doesn't love bacon. And our listeners are taking it pretty hard. Uh, Mike writes in on Twitter <laughs> at Kevin Bean. What the F? I'm streaming you guys in a hotel room in San Jose when I heard what Kevin said. Or should I say Osama bin Kevin? And he's joined the Taliban. All I can think is, how soon can I change my flight home so I can join the Kevin intervention? From the 714. Look, I said I like bacon. I just don't love it. It's not enough. Okay. It's not enough. <laughs> All right. You're Taliban. Okay. Listen to Mike. From the 714, this text. I have listened to Kevin and Bean every morning for the last 21 years. Kevin just single-handedly killed the show for me. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. This is rough. Kevin and Bean. It. Right? What are we going to do now? How do we go call on? Now. How do... No, don't call <laughs> now. Don't call now. <laughs> don't call now. How, do we, how do we go on with this, Allie? Do you want to work with this guy? Look, I like it. I just don't love it. Again, stop like saying it. it. It's, it's almost <laughs> like you're making it worse. Yes. yes. I like it. Stop it. Oh, Kevin. Don't love it. You're oh. offensive to me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The whole I nation like... has rallied together to love have bacon. They? Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They I don't have... want you in a grave. That seems extreme. It's and not. he doesn't even eat bacon. I don't. I haven't had bacon in 28 years, and I, want, I still want you in a grave. I want you in a grave, and on top of the grave, on the tombstone, <laughs> I want a small little grill, and I want to hire a man to make sure that there is bacon cooking every single minute of the waking day. Just constantly sizzling. Yeah. Yes. I'm saying I like it. I, again, oh, stop, stop it. saying stop it. it. Don't Seriously. love it. Don't be your own attorney here, Kevin. Listen to the advice of counsel and shut up. It's crazy. All right, Allie, I'm sorry we just ate up all of your time, but it's... It's, it's fine. It needs to be happening. addressed. It I mean, does. We're dealing with this off the air, so <laughs> people need to know. I'm going to HR after the show today, I'll tell you that. I think this is this is uh, extreme working conditions. To yeah. Put me in a room with this man. I need this hazard monster. pay. This you- is absurd. You mean in a room that you haven't been in in 18 years, 19 <laughs> That's what years? That's uh, 20 this 20, month, okay. but thank you for asking. Uh-huh. <sighs> Ellie, what's happening? Well, there's a new social media challenge. All right. So we love these. You know, kids eating Tide Pods, mm-hmm. kids uh, planking over cliffs. Sure. Uh, I like to call these thinning the herd challenges because, really, if there's a chance you might die, and people are doing it just to post on social media. We'll be okay without I say you. That's, that's Darwinism, you guys. Let them do it. It involves sucking the air out of a plastic bag with a vacuum, all while a person is inside of it. Needless what? to say, it can get dangerous. So <laughs> it's called the vacuum challenge or the trash bag challenge. Okay. Person climbs into a garbage bag, mm-hmm. head exposed. Okay. You stick a vacuum in there, sucks out the air with the vacuum, and becomes so tight that the person just kind of topples over. Wow. Experts warn that the challenge can lead to cerebral hypoxia, a condition that leads to a decrease of oxygen supplied to the brain, despite the presence of adequate blood flow. So it's just like tightening you're, you up to the point where... You're freeze-drying yourself. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're making a beef jerky uh, kind of situation. Yes. 
Wow. What How did this think? get started? Come on. That's a great Some question. guy named Joe in Des Moines does it, posts it, and then everyone's like, oh my God, I want to do the vacuum challenge. Can we get Beer Mug to try it just so we understand it fully? I think that's probably the right question to ask. <laughs> I mean, we don't have all the details. So maybe it's we true. have mugs do it. Yeah, just so we, just so we can learn. It, can't hurt learn. You. it also can't hurt you if there's no oxygen already going. It's a good, good point. Good point. And really, it's experts a teachable moment. warn that the challenge oh, yeah. can lead. Yeah, that's a so lot of... So it's not saying yeah. experts say the challenge leads. That's right. That's right? very right. passive language, it and really doctors is. wouldn't do that. It really is. <laughs> and, and honestly, how much damage can we do to Beer Mug's brain at this point? Yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, <laughs> Beer Mug Vacuum Challenge. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right, guys, let's get to the birthdays. We have got corn guitarist James Monkey Schaefer, Paul Giamatti, Harvey Firestein, and Robert England from Nightmare on M Street. He's Freddy Krueger. Right? In the bad skin and the sure. fingers. Right? Right. And then you're like, oh, I just want to go to bed. No, but Freddy will visit me. And you, you try and stay awake, but one, two, right? Freddy's coming for you. One woman play right there. I that's, love it. Uh, that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, though, Thursday means get up on this. Get up, get on up. 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 On this. Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, listen, you guys know on your cell phone how there's, like, all the bars and they go from tallest to smallest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Stronger see, signal, weaker signal? Absolutely. Right? Okay. I see this week's get up on this in a similar fashion. Okay. I'm going to give you three different things that involve your iPhone. Oh, okay. Things good. that you can download, but the relevance to the larger groups of people slowly gets smaller. Okay. We, <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> we get more and more niche as time goes on. Okay. All right? All right. So remember, larger net at first. And then slowly the net gets smaller and, and smaller. And then one person at the end. Very possible okay. one person. First, podcast. Everybody listens to those. As you know, I listen to every single one that gets released, and I'm here to be your guide. Yeah, I don't know how you do that, but okay. Hundreds I mean, there of, are 700,000 yeah. podcasts. You hear them all? Every single one. Wow. Okay. I have a very good track record here on Kevin and Bean with Get Up Ons when it comes to audio podcasts, and I'm upping the ante this week. The podcast is called, and I look at Allie when I say it, mm-hmm. The Shrink Next Door. Oh. Do you know about Shrink it? Shrink Next no. Door. It okay. is great. It's brought to you by the Wondery Network, who are now sort of the HBO of podcasts. They've released Dirty John, Dr. Mm. Death, and Over My Dead Body, mm-hmm. all three incredible podcasts that are pretty much all being transferred to television. Uh, the Shrink Next Door. It's narrated by New York Times writer Joe Nocera. Nocera. It's Nocera. He lived in the Hamptons next door to a therapist named Dr. Isaac Hirschkoff, who had the largest, gaudiest estate in the area, or so they thought. They were invited to elaborate parties at his house and barbecues. Uh, the doctor's groundskeeper would come over and hand over the invite. And eventually they uh, would enter the house, and it was filled with photographs of the doctor with celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow, O.J. Simpson, and patient that they knew was his patient, Courtney Love. And then everything in this story comes crashing down. It's not the doctor's house at all. What? And that's not the groundskeeper. Uh, I won't spoil it for you anymore, but it is one of the most intriguing and unbelievable tales, truly, of manipulation and questionable ethics you will ever hear. He has interviews, archival reports, and unprecedented access to a very weird story. Five episodes have been released already. One more is They're to come. all about the same thing. They're it's all about all that guy. all one story. Wow. Uh, and you can binge all of them, and the next week you'll hear the last one. Let's hear a clip. This is a story about power, control, and turning to the wrong person for help. 
for more than 29 years. <laughs> when Ike instructed me to buy this house, Ike told me, no, you can't use the master bedroom. You're going to stay in the back section of the house. Oh, I'm trying to think when it really got nuts. It really got crazy. Because the parties were at their height and business was building. It was like almost a fantasy land. In fact, there's a good word. It was like working in fantasy land. That's it. Yeah. Guys, it's awesome. It's going to eventually be like some Scorsese movie or something. It's, <laughs> you should download it now, The Shrink Next Door. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Big net. You ready one. for the medium net? Okay. Okay. This is a very specific problem, but it kills me, and I know it does do a lot of you, especially when you have an iPhone. When you're driving and you decide to either connect your phone to Bluetooth or into the aux cord, for some reason, the device is set to play the first song in your library, which is alphabetically listed. Do any of That you... is true, yes. Okay. I hate that. Great. Yeah. Because for me, every time I hear this... And then I change it very fast. Because that's a report to the shareholder by Run the Jewels. That's a song that I loved at one time, but now it pains me to hear because every time I get in my car, I hear it. Every single time. Okay. But after hearing it 300 to 400 times, I have a solution. Or more specifically, Texan Samir Mezrahi, at Samir on Twitter, has your solution. He released a 10-minute track that you can download on iTunes right now called A-A-A-A, Very Good Song. (laughs) It is 10 minutes of silence, and it is guaranteed to be the first track on your phone when you connect. Meaning every time you plug in, 10 minutes of silence that you have to decide what to listen to. Mezrahi said he created the song because he was sick of hearing All You Had to Do Was Stay by Taylor Swift every time he got in his car. Well, of course. The song costs 99 cents and it is very much worth it. He deserves all the money just for the idea. I understand you're buying silence, <laughs> but he deserves it for the idea. At one time, it actually cracked the top 25 songs on iTunes. What? <laughs> silence. Again, yes. At Samir. Okay. The song again is called A-A-A-A Very Good Song. I'm saving All you. Right. I'm saving you from hating it. one of your songs. All right. I'm and, down with that. And lastly. And are, are this you, is for nobody, right? Well, there's one person this is for. Okay. And that person might be only me. <laughs> Great. Two out of three ain't bad, though. Uh, the app is called Pinball Map. Oh, oh right. dear Lord. It's free, and it allows you to find every pinball <sighs> machine currently around you in your current location. You open it up, it charts your GPS, and gives you a list of all of the venues near you that have pinball machines. It even tells you the condition of each. For example, if a Twilight Zone game has one broken flipper, well, it's mentioned. If the upper playfield switches aren't registering, well, they know. L- listen to the joy it's in his voice right now. And terrifying. so that's how I know that the Canoga Bowl near my house has an Iron Maiden Pro version. The O'Grady's in Chatsworth. We all oh, know about O'Grady's. Nice. Sure. Yeah. That has a Pirates of the Caribbean with a smudged glass. No, what about the flipper? Uh, flippers the flipper are fine. Okay? Flippers oh, okay. Good. are fine. Yeah. Uh, also, the Santa Monica Pier has eight pins. They call them pins in the business. This is great for vacations. No matter where you go, just <laughs> no, open up the app. Not. That's perfect. Uh, so what I'm saying is very tiny. Jensen, Jensen went to a pinball museum, was it? I've been to a pinball museum. For his bachelor mm-hmm. party. And then I went to one in Seattle. It's all fun. Guys. Let's not lose the fact well, that it was for your pinhead. bachelor party. I'm a pinhead. Again, guys, the net got smaller and smaller. Yeah. The net got smaller and smaller, but also pinball map, right? <laughs> That's my get up on this. Get up, get on 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 up on this. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Uh, Jensen. Yes. You are uh, having a baby when? How long from now? Uh, about five weeks, a little under five weeks. Five weeks. Mm-hmm. Can you tell that Danielle is pregnant? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, really? Oh, my God, yes. I mean, she's been posting pictures on Instagram. She is Just very... because she told you? No, no, no. She is very pregnant. How can you tell, though? Her belly is uh-huh. extended into uh-huh. a way that, right now, I believe a four-pound baby is uh, inside of it. Okay. Like, after I have a burrito. Like that? Uh, this would be a... <laughs> Burrito, uh, the size of like a cleaning bottle, I think is what it said today. Okay. Yeah, okay. On, on the app that we use. Well, the reason I ask is because I'm about to read a first person report from a woman in Britain named Clara Dolan. Here's the first line of the article. This is going to blow your mind when I say these words. Hundreds of babies each year are born in the United Kingdom to mothers who didn't know they were pregnant. I have never Hundreds. understood this. Hundreds. It's, they didn't have is that one a British time. thing? Is it's it way an, worse there? Oh, it's, it's, it's an everywhere thing. It is. I'm, wow. It's probably thousands in America. There's Hundreds. a TV show just based on it where people basically have babies in toilets. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds, though. How, you must be wondering, Jensen, especially you with what you've been living with for the last seven and a half months, how this is even possible. I have no idea. Here's what uh, Miss Dolan says. It was Monday morning. I woke up at 4 a.m. with the worst period cramps I had ever had in my life. I had taken the pill continuously for the past six months with no breaks. I thought this is my first period coming with a vengeance. I thought, why does it have to come back on the first day of my new job? Mom gave me some aspirin and said, you need to go. Off you go. The pains were slow and lasted maybe a half a minute. It was nothing like I'd ever experienced before. I was sweating bullets. When I got to the office, the pain came over me, and I remember the pen breaking in my mouth and my nails digging into my notebook. I hurt so much. I turned to my mentor and said, I've got to go. I'm not doing well. Kevin, here's the part I think you liked. So when I get home, I'm searching through my bag, and my keys are not in there, so I have to call a locksmith. Yep. (laughs) This is her day. That's fantastic. The locksmith took two hours to get there. I'm walking around quite a lot because it helps the pain. Everything was going through my mind. I was thinking of dates, meaning when she might have had sex. But I was thinking, wait, that would be impossible. I would be nine months pregnant then. The locksmith came, and I was really desperate. He said, I'm just going to have to break your door down to get you in there faster. So I get in, I get into bed in my pajamas. The only place I feel comfortable, however, is on the toilet. At this point, the pains are getting closer together and I'm starting to scream. The, for no reason, I mean, no does. She's starting to scream, by the way. Right. The building caretaker hears me and says, call the ambulance. There's something seriously wrong with her. At this point, I'm bleeding, but really heavily. Uh, The uh, caretaker didn't know what to do, so he knocks on my neighbor's door, who works from home. I've never met her before. She walks into my bathroom, and I'm half naked on the toilet. I tell her I think I'm having a miscarriage. Mm. My neighbor calls an ambulance. This is when my body just completely shuts down and does it all for me. I push and push twice and see a head coming out. (gasps) Oh, my God. My body is telling me to push the pain away, so I push again, and out comes my daughter, Amelia. She was full term and screaming. So there was was no one else with her. She did this by herself. Yes, and her her next-door neighbor, I guess, her next-door neighbor who she'd never met before. She was full term screaming. She was crying, and so was I. I I completely broke down. People prepare to become parents. I had two seconds to figure out what's going to happen to me and what I should do. I even considered hiding it all. What does that mean? I don't know how this is possible. 
The ambulance came and four paramedics were in my tiny bathroom. They took the baby away to check her over, cleaned her up a bit, and cut her umbilical cord. She was seven pounds, two ounces. That's not what? a small baby. Oh, that that's is not a small baby. Average-sized yeah. baby. Average, yep. Yes, I mean, you could almost understand if the baby was two pounds and was ten weeks premature. You could almost, almost. sort of understand it, right? I don't because I'm in the mix, but yeah. <laughs> this was a full-term baby that weighed over Seven pounds. Uh, Bean? Yes. Are there uh, any pictures accompanying this article? There is a picture of the young woman with her baby, yes. Wait, you want a picture in the bathroom? Why do you ask, ask, Ellie? uh, What's her weight look like? Interesting you should say that. She is (laughs) not fat. That's a great question. She is not fat, and she says... When you start asking all the questions, you know, she says, people have said this is all fake. This is just made up. She's like, no way. She said that she did not gain any weight, first of all. She said she's slimmer now than she was then. Uh, She says she never craved anything. She had no back pain. She had two periods during her pregnancy, which were more like small spotting. And she said the placenta turned out to be in the front and Amelia was at the back. So doctors say you don't hear the, you feel the cooking, the kicking as much. That's true. She's got that part, right? So this happened, by the way. Every time my daughter was moving around, it would feel more like butterflies or that I needed to use the bathroom. It never felt like a baby punching around inside of me. That's unreal. That's crazy. And I'll send you this picture, Ellie, and you'll see she is is a very normal-sized woman. Wow. So... I know that this is, I believe fully that this story is true and real as reported. It's still hard to imagine that it not only happened to her, but yeah. that it happens to hundreds of babies in that small nation. How? I, I don't understand I can't that. even imagine. Like, the nesting that you and Danielle are going yeah. through. Like, you're preparing for the baby. You've got so many thoughts every single day that center around that baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. She Had basically said, oh, there it is. I gave birth. This is my child. I'm a parent right now. Right, right now. now. And yeah. Five yeah. seconds ago, I wasn't. How that just jacks up your brain. <laughs> and especially since it sounds like just the only information I have is what we've I've just read to you. It doesn't sound like she has a partner, for instance, right? So she's like well, on she her did. own. Well, she, she did. did. Yeah, nine months ago. Yeah. But That's I'm saying it, it doesn't sound like she does though. Yeah. But, and now she's on her own with a baby, with a toilet out of nowhere, baby, a toilet no, baby, right? A toilet baby, yeah. <laughs> with no planning. And I don't think anyone would ever choose this as a way to go because obviously, <laughs> oh, want, of course not. No, I'm saying you want prenatal care, you yeah, know? Right. right. She had none of that. I'm curious. Does it mention at all? She said she was taking the birth control continuously, so you mm-hmm. don't get a normal period when mm-hmm. you do right. that. Would that pill have done any damage to the baby at all? That's what I thought. Oh. I don't Is that know if you take it while you're pregnant? Because I'm not going to lie. I take that bad boy continuously. Uh-huh. And, uh... Oh, yeah, I haven't had sex. I'm good. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I, uh, got in my head. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, um, I have been uh, struggling to keep this under wraps. Uh, when you have a big star in the building, sometimes it's tough to to not have word leak out. Mm-hmm. But you guys haven't heard, right? You no. guys don't know who's I mean, about this to is, walk in the room. This is where you say you have a secret guest that none of us know about. No. That's right. I, yeah. that's, what I, that's what I've been telling you all day. So okay. we're, oh, we're about, i got to wait for the, the big intro. Sure. A, a musical guest. Mm-hmm. Is he coming through our door or yours? She's coming through your door. Our door. Okay. She's going to be walking in the studio. I don't want you to freak out. Okay. When you see who I've lined up for you. Oh my right? gosh! Ladies and gentlemen, entering the Kevin and Bean studio. Oh, hang on. It looks like they're getting ready. Getting ready to come in. Any any second now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Would you please no, welcome? This is, no. This is no. not Rose, oh, ladies and gentlemen. No. I was, I was, what the, is happening? In the back is of my mind, I was, I was hoping Lisa Loeb, she stopped by the other something, day. Something. I thought anything. something. Anything. Hey, Muggos. What up, Muggos in the house? <laughs> There'll be but, no booze here, this I is say. A, this is a terrible surprise. <laughs> you are so wrong. Muggos, of course, many of our listeners remember from his smash hit mumble rap. <laughs> It was a pretty strong song. It was, actually, it was a great. It was song. actually really good. It was a great song. <laughs> that was a good song. Welcome back, Muggos. Thank you. <laughs> See, it just took him a moment to remember your greatness, Muggos. All right. The nostalgia. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So uh, you have been in the lab with DJ Omar Khan, and you have been working very hard on a project. Uh, I know that you, uh, you know, you're not one of these artists who likes to hype his stuff up. You just like to surprise us, just like Beyonce, just out of the blue, sure. just drop it. Yeah, right? I like to. Bl- I like to blindside you. Right. Exactly. He's just like Beyonce. <laughs> so tell. <laughs> Tell us a little backstory on uh, on how your your latest musical uh, composition came about. So you can't go anywhere these days. Sporting events, uh, DJ Omar Khan at weddings. Uh, I'll be in the supermarket and kids will be walking with their iPhones. But we've all heard Old Town Road by Lil Nas X from yes. Atlanta. Oh, it's one of the uh, biggest songs of 2019. Yeah. Might be the biggest song of 2019. Yeah, and there was controversy surrounding it when Billboard pulled it from the country charts because they said that it doesn't fit uh, their uh, what their status quo of, of country is. Gotta be honest, Muggos is about three to four weeks late. <laughs> what do you mean? Kevin, this is the hottest song right now. <laughs> it it's, it's literally it's the number still, one song in yes, America. But I'm Kevin. saying all the controversy... No, it's still, I mean, okay. people are still riled right. up about it. All right. And by so, the way, it's still, it. it's still, even with the addition of uh, Billy Ray Cyrus a few weeks ago, it's still not being played on country radio for the most part. It's shocking to me that it is not the number one country song in America, but they're barely dealing with it. Sh- yeah. Shocking, huh? Yes. So, <laughs> Billboard's exact statement says, uh, quote, while, o- while Old Town Road incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery, it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version. Oh, black guy on the record. Oh, no. So, oh, no. black guy. That's where... <laughs> that's sort of what they're saying. I, I mean, it, it is. is. I mean, it really is what they're yeah. saying. So that got me thinking. And Can that you got, yell less? That got Muggos <laughs> thinking. I should make a version of Old Town Road 
that incorporates what Billboard wants to fit in their country okay, genre. Here's what's odd. Let me just tell you in the studio, Muggs is turning and looking through that window into that studio. Uh-huh. But what he sees is a reflection. He's yep. watching himself. God, I'm so hot. Yep. Talk. I, I thought he was yelling loud enough so they'd hear him in the no, other room. No, no. Well, he <laughs> was. But... Okay. All right. So this is, so I went in the studio. Mm-hmm. The lab, please. The lab. <laughs> Thank you. And I created something. Quite a setup. <laughs> that. Pretty long Wait. setup. All right. Let me, let me jump in. Yeah. Please. Please. Really please. Yeah. Yeah. We're off at 10, dude. <laughs> Apparently. Is Lisa Love still coming in? The Little Nas X version of Old Town Road was a little too, shall we say, urban for yes. country radio. Okay. You, you've decided to Caucasian up to the point where there's no excuse for country radio to not play your version of Old Town Road. I threw some white all over. It. All, All right, right. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, not what you want. No. a world premiere Muggos with the white version of Old Town Road. Yeah, I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. Yo, it's Muggos. Yeah, I'm back. Doing country trap, fat as the new black, smoke tobacco 20 packs. Jimmy Dean is my main course, drink Budweiser for sport. <laughs> Loving on my sister, having no remorse. Liberal pussies can't tell me nothing. They can't tell me nothing. This ain't fake news, baby. We ain't frontin'. No, we ain't frontin'. Foxworthy, the best actor. Cheese whiz on my cracker. So white, I get mistaken for Kevin and Bean Baxter. My cousins are my groupies. Sip shine in my jacuzzi. My niece is looking hot, and my grandma, she's a beauty. Libertarians ain't got nothing. They ain't got nothing. This is America. We ain't frontin'. No, we ain't frontin'. I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. Yeah! Sweet piggy, piggy, piggy. USA, USA. <laughs> you might be a redneck if this is Muggles <laughs> on the country track for the 21 9, and I'm out this bitch on my horsey. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Your, uh, your moves go country 105. Yeah. Is that white enough for you, country radio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, billboard. Yeah. Yeah, got him. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. I know that Dr. Drew is technically a doctor. <laughs> no, he is actually he's a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He unofficial. is actually. Unofficially. No, not unofficially. No, officially, like, he's a doctor. But do we believe him when he says that Los Angeles is about to be overtaken by the bubonic plague? Do we believe that? Or is he just hyping it up for his little AM radio show? That's what we're going to have to get to the bottom of. Yeah. When we talk to him just after 8, we're going to have to ask him that question. Bubonic plague, you guys, is, is what he's predicting. Is it possible that you're exaggerating? Yes, that's the question. Okay. Right? Could it just be something tiny like we're seeing now? Typhoid fever. <laughs> Come on. Right. He's been right about all of this. I know he has, but seriously. <laughs> I'm right? with that guy. Okay. I know he has, but seriously. <laughs> Dr. Drew, just after eight. Ali's here now. Time for what's happening on a Thursday. What's going on? You just but still. Yeah. I did. And that, did it well. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going full Tony Stark. 
and it's all about his plan to clean up the planet. The Iron Man actor took part in Amazon's Regarding Mars conference in Las Vegas, where he announced the start of a new organization called the Footprint Coalition. It's set to launch in April of next year. Not as cool as the Avengers. It's not, but this program is going to focus on ways to clean the planet using advanced technology in hopes of reducing the carbon footprint. He praised technology throughout the talk, singling out artificial intelligence as the advancement that gave him the most hope. He also admitted to feeling concern over the environment and his personal impact on it, saying, I have this quiet sense of crisis. I'm a one-man carbon footprint nightmare colossus. I mean, what? that's... Uh, he seems okay. pretty much that's down not to earth, a, right? That's not a quiet <laughs> sense of crisis. That's uh, that's screaming that you're... Uh, I mean, you, you think... I mean, I'm sure he takes a lot of flights... Mm-hmm. Sure. But I don't know if he's a one-man carbon footprint nightmare colossus. Yeah, I don't think so like, either. Maybe he flies private everywhere? Maybe. I'm sure he does. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Anyone that's going to make any effort into making our planet, uh, uh, I don't know, Habitable. exist longer <laughs> than people are now saying it will. Like, sure. What was that last thing that came 20, out? Like 2050. 2050. 2050. 2050. Yeah, 5-0. So, way to go. Robert Downey Jr. Even but though also, we don't understand your reference. Also, I mean, don't fly commercial because people will bother you. <laughs> which, which is true for him. That is true. Like, I can't imagine walking onto a Southwest and being like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. I can't imagine going into a Chipotle as him. Like, <laughs> right? anywhere is him. Yeah. He's one of the most recognizable people in the world. You guys, back in April, Ed Sheeran shouted out Heinz on Instagram, telling him he had a great idea for a new ad for their ketchup. And last month, he announced that a project with the company was happening. Now, he and the brand have teamed up to create the, quote, perfect product. It's called Edchup. I'm sorry? Edchup. I don't like the sound of of that at all. It's just Ed. I don't. mm. Uh, Here's the thing. It's, It's just regular ketchup. But it's called Edchup, and the tomato that's usually pictured on the label has glasses and red hair. So, I want to smell it. I don't... So it's no different. I don't think it's any different. Than ketchup. It just has a different picture. It's just a different picture, and it's Edchup. Hmm. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't need that, nor okay. will I buy it more because well, it has a picture of it. You can buy online while supplies last via HeinzEdShop.com. Costs five bucks per bottle and orders are limited to five bottles. So don't get on there thinking oh, I'm going to get my Christmas presents done and try and get a bunch of them. You are limited to five. This, uh, this is funny, though. Ed loves Heinz ketchup so much that he has the logo tattooed on his arm. No kidding. And according to Heinz, since 2014, one-third of Instagram posts with the Heinz handle on it have either mentioned or tagged Ed Sheeran. So he's kind of like the face of ketchup. That happens. Now literally. Ed Now literally. Ed Edship. Edship. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. That's insane. I would not have predicted that as a celebrity tie-in, but it sounds like it makes sense. Do you have a favorite condiment? Like one that you could not live without? Oh, ketchup. Ketchup for sure. So, ketchup? Yes, ketchup. Okay. Uh, I hate hate ketchup. I like soy sauce. Soy Soy sauce? On every food? Not every food. Because we're talking about condiments. No, he said what you couldn't live without. Oh, okay. I I don't think that I like it on so many things like, you know, sushi, poke bowl, all the stuff that I like it on. Okay. 
Bean oh, hates okay. ketchup. That's I, I, I didn't hate know ketchup. That. Well, I wow. hate t- tomatoes. Anything tomatoey, I hate. Okay. Um, I don't think I have a favorite kind of. I mean, if I'm having like a uh, like a veggie burger or something like that, I just put mustard on it. That's the only one I Ugh. use. You just hate mustard. mustard. I like wow. mustard. Kevin and Bean, Ugh. one not liking ketchup, right? one not liking mustard is honestly the corniest thing I could yeah. write in a it's, script about a morning And game. no one would buy it's it. It's the yeah. most on-brand dumb thing yeah, possible. So stupid. He likes ketchup. He likes mustard. Kevin and Bean, mornings, K-Rock. Mustard is the devil's tea. Mustard is wow. delicious, and I've got to tell you, I, I like the old-fashioned yellow mustard, but I also, me. I also will branch out, and I'll do some of the Gildens and some of the other ones, too, no. as well. I don't need anyone to fancy up my ketchup. Or my mustard. Oh, yeah. I just like the, I like the yellow. And ketchup just plain just old awful. ketchup. Yeah. And I like them both on a Dodger dog. Sorry to disappoint so many of you, but I like ketchup and mustard Whoa, on a Dodger dog. Oh, you're waiting to get into some controversial waters I know there. I am. I he know likes I am. ketchup. He likes mustard. Kevin and Bean, <laughs> world famous K-Rock. I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, speaking of Dodger dogs, by the way, just yeah. real quick, Ellie. Can you, how are you as a relief pitcher? I'm sorry. What? How are you as a relief pitcher? They having problems? They could use. They could use one. Yes, they could have used one last night. That's for sure. But They've been on a tear, so though. Yeah, they have been on a tear. But until last night, they ran into. I think the it's clear. Pen. I could do it. Yeah, yeah. you'd be sure. a great relief pitcher. <laughs> Put them in, yeah. coach. <laughs> <laughs> They'd call him up from the bullpen. He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Just looking around. No idea. I love it. That would be so. That would be a, an awesome thing to witness. To just pull in a guy who doesn't play baseball and have him do, do an inning with the Dodgers. I mean, I don't feel like a, a team at the level of the Dodgers would think uh-huh. that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. stay or with me here. Yes, and audience, stay with me. You know how in hockey you have the emergency goalie. Yes, yes, for both teams. How about emergency reliever? And yes. it's someone that doesn't play baseball ever. It's just Frank in section two fifteen. Why not Kevin in section two fifteen? That's 250? what I'm saying. That's what I want to see. But then they would coach would the whole. For that. But then they would coach the whole game to not have to bring me in or whoever that Frank or whoever it is. But Which when they, they do, should though, be anyway. They, there's going to be a situation yeah. where they have to. They have yes. to. They're out of pitchers. Kevin, you come in and, you, and they say to you, you have to stay on the mound as long as it takes to get the other side out. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, Wouldn't you watch baseball? And if you saw yeah, on watch Twitter. Baseball. If that's one of the options, I would watch baseball. Twitter alert. Emergency yes. reliever. Yes. You would run to your television. That would be fantastic. <gasps> I'm How do we the talk to Major League Baseball? I'm under the impression that if you threw a 30-mile-per-hour ball and it mm-hmm. got into the strike zone, they can't hit it. They wouldn't be able to hit it because yeah. it's so slow. It's so different than yeah, the thing true. they normally the, or see. Or they'd just pop it up because they'd be like, I don't yeah. even know what's happening. Kevin Ryder, Cy Young. Right? Oh, yes. <laughs> like yeah. the sound of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we solved it. <laughs> It's so funny that sometimes you have a dumb idea, and the next thing you know, Kevin is being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's incredible. Imagine. Wouldn't that be it awesome? Kevin Ryder bobblehead night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even great. like baseball. That would make it so much yeah. sweeter. Oh, yeah. like it. You I like it when they started backing up a Briggs truck to your house because you were the best reliever the game has ever seen. Thank you, Bean. Thanks Every for noticing Every time you that. strike someone out, I want you to go, I don't even like baseball, <laughs> out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. This. <laughs> I love it. This sport's stupid. <laughs> oh, I like it. All right, some birthdays for you. We've got Nightmare on Elm Street's Freddy Krueger, Robert Englund, Harvey Firestein, Paul Giamatti, and Monkey from Corn. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. <laughs> You're ready, man. You're right? ready. Do we have Chicken Little on the phone? <laughs> Yes, we do. Oh, the sky is falling. Oh, we're all going to die. Oh, run 
for cover. Hey, Dr. Drew. I'm not sure if I should speak to you guys. <laughs> I had your back, Drew. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I was called. The, I was talking to uh, State Senator John Morlock yesterday because he's doing stuff. He's actually trying to get stuff done, and mm-hmm. he called me Jeremiah. He said, "You're a prophet, and you're yelling. And you're yelling oh, about the end of time. Nobody's listening to it. The worst thing he could say to you. Yeah, you don't well, need no, any chicken more little was worse. Chicken Little was worse. Right. Dr. Drew Pitsky joins us every week on the Kevin and Bean Show. We always look forward to talking to him. And this week, we're uh, we're going to have to talk talk him down from the ledge because he's been all over TV and radio, locally and nationally, talking about this breakdown of basic sanitation in Los Angeles." And he goes too far as, as to say that the bubonic plague will be here by Friday. I mean, that's I, I, essentially what he's saying. I, I, now, here's my thing. Most of my time is going to be taken up by organ music. <laughs> here's my thing. No matter what topic we bring up, it doesn't matter what it is. Drew somehow gets to homelessness, and now we're all going to die in Los Angeles. Well, lately I've been talking about that because I really I, I see it coming, and who I even I miss the ty- typhoid fever. We had an outbreak of typhoid fever now, so that means we have all the different mechanisms for infectious disease spread. We have airborne with tuberculosis and measles. We have the rodent-borne with the typhus. And I spoke to a plague expert. The last plague outbreak in the United States was in Los Angeles in 1920 when there was a rodent bloom, and there were far less rodents then. It's in the squirrels locally. It's just a matter of time before it gets on our rats, gets on our pets, gets to us. So it's coming. <laughs> okay, why? Right. It's the typhoid fever, which what? is the oral fecal, which is the oral fecal route. So now we have typhoid. Maybe we'll get cholera. Who the hell knows? We're going to oh, get wow. that way. Why do we have? Forgive me if this is uh, obvious, but why do we have so many more rodents now than we had a year ago or ten years ago? Because the city of Los Angeles is doing nothing to systematically clean up the unbelievable sanitation breakdown downtown. And, of course, whenever you have concentrations of humans with no sanitation, you get massive rodent populations. And those blossoms, those blooms, got into City Hall, so typhus broke out in City Hall. They only yesterday admitted that's what it was. They were claiming it was due to construction nearby, which is insulting to all of us. Mm -hmm. It's obviously this rodent bloom. And those rodents have spread now into the greater suburban area. Uh, We have it here in Pasadena, out of control. What do... What do other cities do? I mean, do they? If you go to New York right now, do they have a department of rat catchers that goes they out have, and handles absolutely. this? Absolutely, they have rodent control plans. We have two inspectors in Los Angeles and no rodent control plan, and we are the only cities in the world. That seems shocking. Yes, it's shocking, especially why in the place didn't you we tell endemic, anyone this before? <laughs> especially in the city we have endemic. This region has endemic illnesses like typhus and plague. We have it here. So it's exquisitely important that we pay attention to this. I'm very sympathetic to not poisoning the rats because it can get them into the mountain lions and all that. I get it. We have to interfere with their reproduction. We have to clean up the sanitation. We have to find ways to fight this because when when you hear the word bubonic plague, then people will start killing rats and it will be it'll be a disaster. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, what you'll see is the National Guard called out to move the homeless. It's going to be a mess. Oh my it's gonna god, be a mess. guys! I got to be honest. You gotta wait to be honest. No, I know. It's hard, but I will. (laughs) This is 
live from City Hall. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, boy. We're trying to have a conversation here, Kevin. Yes, what? Jetson, go uh, ahead. No, I, I've been playing the Dr. Drew drinking game, and I am wasted because he said typhus, rodent bloom, typhoid fever, and cholera, and I'm those were all You're Jaeger out. shots. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. Both yeah. so, squares. Yeah. So, Doctor, um, did I see something this week that they just did their annual count of homeless population, and it was up by, what, 12% from last 16% year? 16% in the city, 12% in the county. Good job, Mayor. This was job one. He announced this is job one. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is job one. And now not only is it growing, but people's lives are endangered. 1,000 homeless people dead so far in 2019. And I'm telling you something. It will tick up to 10,000 in a blink when these illnesses get going. Please stop the music. No music. Nothing happened. That is a terrifying statistic that I have not... That I had not heard before, and now you've got me laughing while I repeat what Dr. Z said. A, a thousand homeless people dead this year? So far this year. Think about that. Uh, the only thing I can figure is that the city officials want them to die, and then, well, no longer a problem. Sorry. This, this is such a catastrophe, I can't even tell you. And it's all the most vulnerable amongst us. It's people with brain diseases. Here's what I keep saying. If you had dementia and you were walking around confused and you didn't help that person, people would wonder what was wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But some, the, the ACLU and other well-meaning judges have decided that if you have a psychiatric illness that makes you confused and do crazy behaviors, well, you can't touch that person. person, But dementia, oh, my God, you'd be morally reprehensible if you didn't. But if the same symptoms are caused by a different brain illness, oh, you don't dare touch that. Uh, I I know uh, there's no no organ song for this, but I did see one of the thousand this year. What? Oh, oh really? they're all, you did. You'll, you'll, you'll wow. see tarps all over the place. Did yeah. you cause one of the thousand? No. no. <laughs> okay. Dr. I hit, Drew, I hit what the golf club. what's the answer, Drew? Yeah, what? The answers are we have to re-examine the Lantern of Petrus Act, which was what gave us the, the – we move from need to treatment to harm to self or other as criteria for helping people with brain diseases. We have to expand that to include people that can't care for their – even medical needs, basic human needs, if you can't meet them – we need to help you. Just like a demented okay. patient, we would do that. So you expand that, you increase conservatorship, you enforce available laws, you create motivation in drug addicts. Whatever you want to do, we've got to motivate them either by giving them legal consequences or something and get people back to their family. Let if there's just... a family there available, entrust those people with the conservatorship, and they want these people back. Let me just throw out a, a question here, and it's a pretty general one. What if we're not the mayor of Los Angeles? What could you Then do, yeah. what could we do? Um, Elect get, a new well, mayor? Mission downtown. Th- those guys know what they're doing. Uh, they, they unfortunately are small. They're religious-based, so they only have so much of a reach that they can, that they can uh, do. But if you want to make a difference, those guys know what they're doing. Okay. Last question for me, Dr. Drew, and that is, are you a lone voice on this, or are other physicians and... Oh, yeah, ER doctors are beside themselves because they're watching this walking around. But but you should know that Catherine Barger and the L.A. City, uh, L.A. County supervisor is on it. Uh, Joe Buscaino is beside himself in the L.A. City Council. And then John Morlock in the state Senate and Scott Weiner up in Northern California. These are four people that are working their asses off. But they are but they are swimming against a, a current that's just. Frankly, what I'd like to do, I would like to take away qualified immunity from politicians so we can go after them for, A, reckless negligence, and B, manslaughter, because they are directly, the materially, through their decisions and their negligence, killing people. And that needs to be made criminally apparent. 
I have never heard Dr. Drew is fired up in all the years we've had him on this program as yeah. he is about that. Allie, you have a question? Yeah, Drew, can I ask you, it's a purely selfish question for yeah. us. Do we need a different vaccination, anything yes, to protect yes. us we, we, didn't we, talk, we talked about measles. I mean, if measles gets, yes, measles, yes. <laughs> if measles <laughs> gets into the homeless, then think about it. That's a suboptimally immunized group. If it gets in there, we are going to have a massive problem with, is with there measles. a plague uh, vaccination? Mm, not really. Just, you know, plague. Okay, so plague manifests as buboes, which are big, small yeah. lymph glands that sometimes break to the surface, sometimes pneumonia. So, you know, if you get really sick and you've been exposed to fleas, uh, bring it up to your doctor or something to test. Yeah, you get uh, people's attention when you say the bubonic plague may be on the way. Dr. Yeah. Drew is covering this frequently on his KABC show, noon to three on 790 AM. Also, the Dr. Drew podcasts are available at drdrew.com, including the most recent Dr. Drew After Dark, which is fast becoming one of your most popular podcasts, where you have yep. the machine, Bert Kreischer's wife, on as your oh guest my this God. week. This is, this is insight, guys. You, I was going to call in when Bert was on last week <laughs> to tell you some of the insights, but you just watch for yourself. Can't That's wait. fantastic. And don't forget, you can download the Heal app at the App Store or Google Play to see a doctor now in the comfort of your own home in your last remaining moments as you die of bubonic plague. DrDrew.com, thank you for the time, sir. We'll do it again next week if we're all still here. (laughs) Kevin and Bean on K-Rock K-R-O-Q. How about the Afro line? How about your contributions to the Kevin and Bean Show on our voicemail line at 323-520-AFRO? We're open round the clock for you to leave messages like this. That uh, this particular first one does refer to Slang Man. Why are you rashing me, bro? <laughs> Which we think is something he made up, but we're not exactly sure. It's not It's not prevalent. <laughs> hey, party people. This is uh, Ryan in BC. And uh, ever since introducing my wife to your show, uh, she walks around the house with the headphones on listening to your podcast 24-7. So uh, it's about the only way I can talk to her. Okay. Hey, honey, uh, your mother just called. She's at DCA at Arrivals at Gate 5 and needs to be picked up. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we can help get the word. Now he has to wait for three days. Yeah, I'm nervous that that call from was last like last week or something. <laughs> He's still there. DJ Omicron, more like DJ SexyCon. He's got to I mean, stop uh, he's, soliciting he's, for those calls. He's not wrong. He though. does solicit for those calls. That's true. He asks for those all the time. Um, this might hurt. Wendy Commitment. Are they doing like it through a, a tin can? Jesus. Sounds like a recorder. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I love it. It uh, did hurt, by the way. Right? That's what I'm saying. I, I thought I would uh, share on my dog's eating weird things story. My now wife, then girlfriend, and I had just started dating, and uh, she was still living with her dad. Um, well, one night after Quidditch, uh her and I... Uh, disposed of my condom. Uh, coitus. Coitus. What is that? I, thought oh, said, I thought he said quit it. I yeah, mean, he like, did sort he, of say okay. quit it. Harry yeah. Potter? <laughs> he did say that a little bit, but then listen. In the trash can in her bedroom. Uh, safe to say, the next morning, the or during the night, the dog found the condom, oh. ate it. Uh, oh. So, since she was still living with her dad and he usually cleaned up dog poop, I offered to clean up the dog poop the next couple of days uh, so that her dad would not find the condom and, uh, 
I'm sorry I didn't take a picture for you, Allie. I'll do it next time. Me too. Um, this is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Five-star call right there. Excellent. I'm going to take my poop to the hotel room. I'm going to poop till I can't no more. I'm going to take my poop to the old town road. I'm going to poop till I can't no more. We gotta stop Omar for being the one who picks the afro calls because there's a little more poop that I needed in this one. Hey, Allie. Hey. What's happening? This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> People ask us what that's from. There uh-huh. was a person that called and did like two minute impression, and then at the end of it, he had to explain who he was. And it was very it was clear. Absurdly, it was very was clear. Obvious, he was doing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you guys want to hear him? Just yeah. To, okay. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allie, you will be receiving a glorious picture of my poo. I am now in love with you. Goodbye. I like pics of you, poo. Come on and send them my way. Show me that you love me. I like pics of your poo. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't matter, short, long, or lumpy. I like pics of your <laughs> well, you gotta put a filter in on your email, apparently. And one final call. Lady Gaga! This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. Lady Gaga! Also painful. Also a little bit painful. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. All right, Jensen, Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this briefly earlier. We want to spend a little bit more time on it because we have some new information. Recap briefly what's going on with the NBA uh, Finals right now. It's actually turning into a little bit more of a competitive battle than a lot of people predicted, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. It's competitive (laughs) in a sense that the Raptors are now up 2-1, but... They are playing a shell of a Warriors team who's, you know, they've been to the finals five years in a row. Well, will they still still be a shell for the next couple of games so they could easily, Toronto could easily win? I've been under the impression that Durant's never coming back oh, and, right. and that they never announced it during the series because then they'd be able to shift yeah. the defense. Yeah. Uh, but Clay Thompson's day-to-day, you know, like, they're, they're, it, basically it's Draymond and Steph versus an entire Toronto team. Right. Gotcha. Last night, ahead of the game, there were two interesting things. We'll get into Paul Pierce in a moment, but Metallica, at least two members of Metallica, Showed up for the national anthem on guitar. I want to play a little bit of it for you, and then I have a question. This band has called the Golden State its home. Please welcome James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett of Metallica. All right, so the boys are out there with their guitars, and here's how it goes. All right, my question for you guys is... Is this good? <laughs> I'm going to say it changes it up, and I think so. Mm-hmm. Is it good? I think so. I loved it. Because I kind of feel like what everybody who plays the national anthem on an electric guitar is trying to do is recreate the magic of Jimi Hendrix at Monterey Pop Festival, yeah. right? He was the guy. Maybe, who, but they. He was the guy who did it. They're at least doing harmonies. Yeah. But I, I sort of like that. Here's this, what I'll, I'll say about is it. Is it pleasing to listen to? To me, yeah. 
Is it just a, is it a novelty that they're playing that these are guys in Metallica playing it on an electric guitar, or is it good to listen to? I mean, I, I feel like you've made up your mind. Right. I have made up my mind. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to see if I get any support. No, but I'm saying it's fine. It's good. And Allie's saying it's good. I yeah. would pick I would pick a singer over this. I would I, pick this over um, the girl that did O Canada, because mm-hmm. good God, I don't know what happened <laughs> and where in Saskatchewan they picked her up from, but that was something. But what was I wrong would, with her? What was, what was wrong with her performance? She slowed the song down. It was it was a travesty. But I'll say this. You have to listen about, to the whole thing, Bean? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. About listening to a guitar doing it. I would rather listen to guitars harmonizing than somebody making... The, it, their own with doing runs that aren't needed, Fergie? doing anyone like yeah. that. I want to hear the actual song, how it was written. Don't make it your own. Just sing it. Just do it Or, straight. in this case, play it. And I thought it was great. And let's be honest, I love Metallica. Look, I do too. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so disappointed in that because oh, to me, crazy. it just it was just... it was. You don't dis- like them then? I, did, I do. You don't I just like them like that. All right. Thing two that happened before the game. Now, Kevin, do we do we play the original tape first? You no, let's... Hear what- what was said last Let's time. Let's hear what was said last time. All right. So your friend Michelle Beadle, Allie, mm-hmm. brought up a uh, an auspicious anniversary for one of the panelists on her MBA show, and that is Paul Pierce, because it turned out that it was, well, I'll let Michelle tell you herself. 11 years ago today, wheelchaired off the floor for reasons he will keep to himself. <laughs> I have a confession to make. Whoa. I just had to go to a bathroom. <laughs> I need a wheelchair. Or I had to go two. to the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that I, bad. It was something went down. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were streaking. Okay. Hey, hey dude. Uh, injuries. That's it. That's it. So this was one of the great NBA mysteries for yeah. the last 11 years. It wasn't a mystery. We all know what happened. Well, He's no, a we freaking baby. We didn't know what happened. Mm. Did Do we know what happened now that Paul Pierce has apparently come clean and said, essentially, that he pooped himself? Now, Ali, I know that's not how you're hearing that. I'm hearing that he's saying he pooped himself because the other guy on the panel says, oh, you had some streaking going on and everybody's laughing. <laughs> No, no. I think that's what they're talking about is that he had a big brown spot on the back of his pants and he didn't want anyone to see it. So he wanted to sit down to go to the locker room to change. I watched the video this morning. It's when they were playing the Lakers and Uh Kobe made a shot and it looked like one of his own players sort of got underneath Paul Pierce and he fell on it and sort of twisted his knee or something. He lays down on the court and puts his arm over his head like he's in so much pain. Yeah, agony. And his legs are wide open. It's a full crotch shot. If you are pooping yourself, you do not let that be seen. Yeah, some could fall out. Then his, right, then his teammates pick him up, and it's still a full crotch shot while he goes to the wheelchair. But, but devil's advocate, th- devil's advocate, uh, the teammates that are holding him up are all making real gross faces. <laughs> <laughs> they well, are. Also because he's not light. <laughs> well, no, I think it's because they smell some dookie. Come on. <laughs> they, but Kevin, you, there's but, no way. But Kevin, you see his legs, you don't see the back of his basketball shorts. Though. You can see most of them, though, Bean. Mm. And I'm saying he's not going to let that happen if that that's the deal. Can I, can I put a wrinkle in your sure. poo dream? Here, here's what it is. Most basketball players, a lot of them, wear bike shorts, very tight bike shorts as right. underwear, you know, like, you know, workout shorts sure. or whatever. It would contain the poo. Okay. And there are pictures going around that show him, like, at the free throw line or something with a little brown spot on A spot. Yeah. But it's not possible to fake. Why, not even. But why would he make up something like that that most because people would he be mortified to let people know? I, here's what I honestly think, um, and then I'm going to play the audio from the Lakers game. Um, I honestly think that 
there are times when you're playing sports and you get hurt and you don't judge it right immediately. Oh, my knee is killing me. I'm not going to be able to move on. And then you go back to the back, which you'll hear here, and you put some weight on it. You go, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought. But then he came running. He got taken off in a wheelchair and he came running back on. Mm -hmm. And we discussed maybe he came running back a little lighter. <laughs> right. He, really he was running back on because he'd never been hurt, Kevin. He was not hurt. He, and he it, pooped himself. If you slow it down, you can see he's sort of pushing the air away from his butt. And <laughs> he he's not doing that at all. He is, and he's yelling, nobody go in there. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right, here it is. Here's Toby Bryant knocks it down. And on the floor, this is Paul Pierce. Eddie Lassert, their longtime head athletic trainer, quickly out there to check on him. Didn't see he was in the midst of that crowd exactly what happened. Certainly not the sight the Celtics and their fans want to see. Paul Pierce in a lot of pain. Had to be he's, he's grimacing. He's mm -hmm. really, like, hurting. They're Maybe carrying him to the wheelchair. Trying to hold it in. No, Puckering. that's not it. Carried off. Then they put him in the wheelchair. <laughs> as he's going back to the locker room. Obviously, in a lot of pain. Can't walk off on his own power. Now watch as Bryant drives to the basket. Perkins comes down, and it, it looks like Perkins lands on Pierce's leg. So they sort foot. of see why he may his, have been hurt. His leg, yeah. Yeah. And Pierce's leg appeared to get kind of stuck, and sometimes it can twist there. Paul Pierce did go into the locker room. He asked to stand on his own power. The doctors were trying to discourage him from doing that. They were saying, look, don't do it. But then he said, let me try it. Let me try it. So he did finally put weight on both legs as he walked back into the locker room. What a baby. Oh, this is the sight that the Celtics fans want to see. He's right. Running out back yeah. from the, from, from it, the appeared, it appears he sat in some chili. <laughs> and here the ovation as he comes popping out of the tunnel. This has been a very durable player throughout his oh, career. Shut with up. the exception of last season during that disastrous year. And then he checks into the game and he makes shots. Here's blah, the blah, thing blah. with Paul Pierce. He's one of the world's biggest trolls. And he's really good at it. Guess what we're all talking about this morning? Yeah. Did Paul Pierce dookie? I mean, it's amazing. He knew this would happen. He knew it would happen when he said he was better than Dwayne Wade. He knew that. That's all he does is troll? It's all he does. He's can, a little Barkley-esque, yeah. Can I say this? Yeah. Uh, this guy brings up a great point mm -hmm. on Twitter. Yep. Is Kobe the greatest of all time for making Paul Pierce poop himself? <laughs> or is Kobe trash for losing to a guy that pooped himself? People are asking. Good Great question. question. Good question. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Bands that's going to be performing at the Kid Rock Weenie Rose Lodo Beach Party this Saturday in Doheny, Orange County, uh, Dana Point. Get your tickets now. <laughs> What's Jeez, happening? Weird upswing. What's Nothing. happening? What's going on with that cadence? How many? I just, Are you just you guessing guys, or what's I happening? Guys, it sounded I, I like am. a tour. Of I'm just places. guessing. <laughs> how, how many top 10 albums do you guys guess that 311 has had? How many top 74. 10 albums? 74. Mm -hmm. Great guess, Ellie. Right. How about you, Kevin? Albums. Mm hmm. Um. 
four. All right, Jensen. Okay, this is no offense, Nick, but I do prices right rules, as you know. So <laughs> one. One dollar. One dollar. Okay. Nick, what is the correct answer, yeah. sir? Yeah. What's the answer, Nick? Um double digits, maybe. I'm sorry. Seventy four? Nine. Double digits ten. is ten. Wow. wow. Ten top ten albums. Wow. Nice. And their 11th top 10 album is going to be released on July the 12th. It is called Voyager. You can pre-order it now at 311.com, Amazon, and iTunes. We welcome Nick Hexum from the band. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Point of order, it's our 13th album. <laughs> uh, yes, it's your 13th album, but it'll be your 11th top 10 oh, album. Oh, right. There you go. Yeah, because you had a couple go. of just I'm real I'm confused stinkers. by all the numbers right now. <laughs> 74. I'm sorry, what? It's too early for math. Nothing. <laughs> Nick, uh, how have you been? What's been going on? What's new? What's happening? Oh, man. Working on this album and so excited to, to have it out in the world in July. And mm-hmm. been rehearsing and ready to rock the weenie roast. How much rehearsing do you do? More than most. You know, we'll, we did like five just for this one show because we want to bring our A game. Really? I just feel like, I don't know why, but all of us assume that if you're on the road and you travel and you play music, there's no real rehearsal needed. You just get out there and play. Well, it's, I mean, it's definitely in us, but, you know, you got to, you got to move those muscles. You got to kind of train like an athlete and just make sure you're, you're just ready to hit the ground. I asked that same question last year of Blink-182 at the Weenie Did you? Because I couldn't tell what the question Um, was. I don't know. Kevin asked it better. So much better. (laughs) So much more succinct. He was trying to make a joke about you, but he was perfect at it. I had um, about six cocktails beforehand. Let's listen to it. And I said to Kevin, you don't need me for this interview, right? And he's like, no, keep drinking. We'll see you there. And so she showed up, and then this is her question. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast. And we're like, it's a goddamn weenie roast. Mm -hmm. You guys are Blink-182. What are you doing? Like, But then it occurred to us, oh, I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different situations, which we just thought, okay, you do... (laughs) The same old thing They're every time. Anymore. Technically, <laughs> yeah. we, technically, we didn't even hear that yeah. they were there. No. Ma'am, this is an no. Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were much more succinct, uh, Kevin. Thank you for that. Nick, you've been, you've been a part of some bad interviews uh, over the years, uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure we've been uh, we've been on the other end of several of them. But uh, have you ever had a question quite like that one? Um, was that a question? It was a journey. Yeah, I it was a journey. One eighty two on a journey. Well, I just like the way she was like motioning with her hands like i'm making sense here because i'm turning over to yeah. the next subject sure uh, she thought she was she was yeah oh i was doing something but yeah. you don't ask me if you should keep drinking and then do an interview yeah. because my answer to that is yes yeah. Always you did the right yes. thing you yeah. did okay nick you guys all live in southern california now true yes how do you remember either the first time you ever heard 311 on k-rock or the first time you ever came into k-rock do you remember either of those vividly we we all moved from omaha to la in 92 and we're very fortunate to get a, a record contract really pretty quickly and we all lived in a tiny house in Van Nuys. And Good times. We picked because it had a pool. And then one day in early 93, we were all sitting by the pool. And our label person said, turn on the radio. And Tammy Heidi came on and she said, you guys have 
got to hear this song. Apparently, this is what music from Nebraska sounds like. We all need to move to <laughs> Omaha so we can sound like this band, 311. It's called Do You Right. And we were just like high-fiving, jumping in the pool off the fence. And I love it. Was... it. Do you look back at those times in the house as the good old days, or was it a nightmare and you wanted to get out and sort of live your own places? I mean, we, we were on top of each other. Yeah. You know, it was... It was it was too cozy, but um, it was great. It was the best. We just rehearsed all day and and then played basketball and tried to grow our own cannabis with miserable results. <laughs> it, it was it was a great time. And then we all moved to Laurel Canyon, and we were all in different houses within like you know a one mile radius. But now everybody's kind of moved to the outskirts of LA. Mm-hmm. And now you only talk to each other through intermediaries, right? I mean, everybody has a person you <laughs> have to go through the other person's person. Yeah. No, we're we're pretty close. Uh, yesterday was Peanut's birthday, and yeah. we were all uh, hugging and uh, eating tamales, so it was nice. I was actually going to ask you if you are the type of band that acknowledges and celebrates each other's birthdays. That's very sweet that after all these years, you still even know when their birthdays are. Yeah, we do. You know, it it starts with friendship, and then you know goes out from there. So you got to keep. <laughs> Got to keep the core good, and and uh, this is emotional, you guys. Bean has such low expectations for people. Really, I do. Like, it's no. great. It's great that you kept humanity inside. <laughs> no, here's the thing, though: is Bean despises celebrating his birthday. He does do. not want to hear it. He doesn't like it. Don't, don't mention like it. At all. it. So I think that's where the surprise comes from. I just—it's just so sweet, though, that you guys are, are not, you know, hardened and, and jaded at this point. I, I agree. For a band that's been together that long and mm-hmm. that tours as much as you guys, it's one thing if you take years off and you're like, let's reconvene once we're not, you know, we kind of want to see each other again. You guys have stayed steady. Yeah. Did you ever take a break, Nick? Uh, the only summer we didn't tour was 1998, so we're Jeez. Wow. 20 years straight every every wow. summer. It's what we wow. do. And we just kind of you know, look up to bands like the Grateful Dead that said, we're a touring band first, mm-hmm. right. and we'll work studio and records around that. But every summer in July, we're out there. And what a what sad love. summer that was in 1998. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was. The, we- the weather sucked. Um, <laughs> the thing, too, that's really cool in our, our notes we get for everybody, I'm used to seeing band members and seeing like lists upon lists of people and when they left the band. In this case, yeah, that's it's, true. it's everyone is still presently in the band. Like People did enter a little later, but no one leaves the band. Yeah, we are one of the top five longest-running uh, bands of original lineups. U2 is number one, Radiohead is like two, and then there's like De La Soul, and we're like four or five. Um, That's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Is that because of the weed? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it's better than a booze band, you know. Nick Hexit is our guest from the band uh, 311. Again, the new album comes out July 12th. We're going to take a break in a minute and tell you how you can win your tickets to the K-Rock Weenie Rose to see 311 on the beach. Um, how did the cruises start, Nick? Um, you know, back in the early 2000s, they were like um, blues cruises, and they just would have blues bands out. And then this uh, promoter, Six Man, said, we think your fan base would be perfect for it. Here's what it's going to be, this nonstop party with all this great stuff to do. And we're like, that sounds amazing. And now we've done six of them, and everybody that goes says, this is the best vacation I've ever had. And That's awesome. And it's constantly stuff to do, and we bring a ton of other bands. And so you would have never thought of that, come to that conclusion on your own. It was just somebody else saying, I think this would work. Well, it was a kind of an extension from 311 Day, which just sprang right. out of us having a date as one of the... Oh, um, 
definitions of our name. Mm-hmm. And so this was kind of like 311 Day at Sea. And one of the things we do at Sea is name that tune so it's like primed oh. me for what I'm about to nice. do today. Yes. All right. That's a transition. No kidding. I just wanted to say when... Doug Benson raves about that tour when he comes in, by the way. Yeah, he's done like, every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, lo- he just he always looks forward. He loves That's it. That's also right. the weed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> turns absolutely. Out, yes. All right, Nick has just given us a preview of what we're going to do. How much do we give away here, Kevin? I don't think start? much. Okay. I don't think much. Nick is going to help us give away tickets to see his band and others at the K-Rock Weenie Roast on Beach Party this Saturday. All you need to do is be ready to play. one 800 520-1067. Give us a call. We will line you up and talk to you with Nick next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Nick Hexham in studio from that band right there. Nick was just telling us off the air that you guys are going to be performing that song live for the first time on Saturday in front of an audience. It's going to be a live world premiere of yes. Good Feeling. Fantastic. Nice. That is uh, one of their great new songs. There are three that have been pre-released ahead of the new 311 album, which comes out July 12th. It is called Voyager. Right now, though, let's give away those tickets to see 311 and all the rest at the K-Rock Weenie Rose Luau and Beach Party. These are Bud Light VIP party tickets, so you have to be 21 and up. We're calling this Name That Tune with Nick Hexum. Again, <laughs> name that tune with Nick Hexum. Okay, try it again. Name that tune with Nick Hexum. Oh, good theme song. Much better. <laughs> Kevin, you want to explain how the game is played? Well, Nick Hexum just mentioned that he does uh, name that tune while on tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do name that tune, only he's going to be singing TV theme songs. Yeah. Obviously. Classic, classic TV theme songs. Obviously, that's yeah. what he's going to be doing. So you have to name the TV show, and then if you're the only one that gets it, you'll win the tickets. And if more than one get it, then we will do a drawing. Okay, fair enough. You ready to go, Nick? Sure. All, All right. right. Let's meet the first contestant. Joel. Joel in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good, thank you. Joel, when you woke up this morning, did you imagine that the vocalist for 311 would be singing a classic TV theme song to you? <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> what okay. if he said yes? All right, listen up. Here's Nick, and then we'll give you the chance to identify the theme song. Mm. Let's do it. Me, me, me. Okay. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go. Okay, we'll stop right there. Stop right there, Joel. <laughs> right. What say you? Oh, definitely more tune, but uh, the name is that. Well, the show is it Laverne and Shirley? It is oh! not. Sure, Neil this. Everybody just threw <laughs> something at the radio. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sorry. It turns out that was uh, cheers. Cheers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I think Nick nailed that. I did, too. That's not on Nick. It's even in the right key. I'm looking at Nick's entire team in the other room who are screaming at the top of their lungs that someone missed it. All right, let's go to JC in Pasadena. Good morning, JC. Morning. All right, don't embarrass yourself like Joel did. Here's Nick with a classic TV theme. Good luck. I'm going to have to sing this one an octave down. It's a little tough. I'm going to start with the guitar. So no one told you life was going to be this way. The job's a joke. You're broke and love life's DOA. I mean, if they haven't got it right now. Seems like you're always stuck in second gear. All right, JC, that's plenty. What do you think? What song is that? Oh, man, and that's a famous... TV song? Yes! Yes! <laughs> One of the most wow. famous Where did you get these people? Years. Wow! <laughs> okay, well then, then I'm going to take a guess and say friends. Oh, oh yeah. got it. 
show. <laughs> I never watched I never the watched show, he said. Yeah, right. but you live in the world where it exists. <laughs> All right, you are reluctantly in the drawing to win the tickets. We but don't let's... like it. We don't want him to win, right? No, so we don't. Lucky. Okay. We want to get somebody else on the line. Let's here. go to Corey and Torrance. Good morning, Tori. Morning. Or Corey, whatever. Whatever your name is. I don't know. It's yeah. Tori and Corrance. You got it right there. <laughs> All right, here's Dick Hickson from 311. What's this classic TV song? Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. All right. Okay. Golden Girl. Hey! Yeah. Look at that. Thank you for being a friend. All right. I'm feeling a little better now. Yeah. <laughs> for a minute, I thought of... we had all Amish contestants. <laughs> Two out of three are right. We got time for a couple more. Who's next? Let's go to Raul in Valencia. Good morning, Raul. Morning, guys. Hey, Ready Raul. to name that tune? Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to do it as kitschy as possible. Coming knock on our door. Coming knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. La 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 la. Okay. Please company. Please company. Coming knock on our door. By the way, uh, honorary a Grammy for Allie with the right. accompaniment. I there. wasn't expecting to do it, but when you feel it, you just sing you gotta it. Do it. You gotta. <laughs> Let's go to Sandy in Placentia. Good morning, Sandy. <laughs> How are Sandy, you? Sandy, I could have said that better. Uh, Kevin, are you new to this job or what's happening? Here? I'm new to the city, first of all. <laughs> You've heard of some of these some of these places, no, right? I haven't. I think it's gonna be year thirty one that does it. <laughs> yeah. Really Sandy, sense. I'm very excited if I think I know what Nick is gonna sing here because this is the one I've been looking forward to all morning. So listen up, a classic TV theme, all you need to do is identify it. Yeah, this is easy okay. for my, my morning vocal range. Well, you woke up this morning, got yourself a gun. Your mom always said you'd be the chosen one. She said you wanted a million, now you got to burn to shine. I mean, that's a lot right it's there. Good. Yeah, I like it. I hope that's on your next album, by the way. Sandy? All right, Sandy, what, uh, what's the show? I can't get it, but I love the voice. Uh, you think you are a disgrace. Again? You're a disgrace. <laughs> oh, you've got can you do it again? It doesn't work that way, Sandy. <laughs> She's going to love Everlast. It's the same voice. Yeah. I mean, it really is identical. That's incredible. That was a Sopranos for folks who didn't know. All right, we already have time for one more contestant to put in the drawing. Who's it going to be? Andrew from Irvine. Good morning. Morning, guys. How's it going? Good, thank you. You ready to name that tune? All right. Yeah. I got to get hype here. Well, we're moving on up to the east side, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. sky. We're moving on up to the east side. We finally got a piece of the pie. All right, Andrew, what say you? We don't do (laughs) Jefferson. Yeah. You are awfully well white to attempt that, Nick, so congratulations. Uh, who added something to that, Bean? Yeah, um, you did the bean. opposite of what Allie did the song before. Yeah, I didn't help. I didn't help. These are uh, these are Bud Light, uh, what are they called? I'm sorry, I lost the paperwork. VIP here. tickets. VIP, VIP tickets. Bud Light VIP party tickets uh, for the K-Rock Weedy Rose Blue Island Beach Party. we got some great contestants on the line. J.C., Corey, Raul, and Andrew. Only one can win, know. though. Nick yeah. Hickson from 311. You're going to be That's playing on Saturday? One. Yeah. Just one. I have who to start this again be because yeah, I ran out. Nick is going to pick right now, and 
JC. JC. Who From Pasadena. Who no, it's, totally, it's your lucky day, JC. It was a complete guess. <laughs> and he's never watched the show, both. Is that correct, JC? I, I kind of respect. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I literally <laughs> never watched it. But you guys kind of gave it away when you were like, come on, everybody's seen that show. And I'm thinking, okay, friends. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to come back to We've always been waiting for that director's commentary. <laughs> it worked out. We'll see you Saturday. Nick Hexham, thanks to you for stopping in today and helping us give away the tickets. And we'll see you with 311 Saturday as well. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Good times. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Nick Hexham is a great sport. Yeah, he's oh, yes, that's he right. Really, really fun. We said, and, hey, how about this idea? And all of us thought the same thing, which is, I wouldn't do it if I was him, so he's probably not going to want to do it. And then he was all about it. He was Amazing. totally into it. What, yeah. what a great dude. It really brought it. And their band is so fun live. Uh, I mean, I think we've said this multiple times before, but when you're putting together the perfect at-the-beach summertime band, Agreed. when you're putting a weenie rose together, 311's right there near the top. Oh, yeah. So we are super psyched to have them. It's going to be fun on Saturday. All right, Allie is here with our final look into what's happening here on a Thursday morning Kevin and Bean show. I feel what's like I, I need to share the Nick Hexham breaking news okay. for people listening. Good. So I had mentioned to him the last time he was on when they... And there now, you go. breaking news, boy. Thank you. Uh, when they played Weenie Roast... Uh, okay, here we go. Live, local, late-breaking. Okay. When they played Weenie Roast a couple years ago... And, and now, all right, okay, a breaking news, sure. Uh, a couple years ago, they played, and he wound up, um, well, taking a shirt off. He took a shirt off, yeah. And performing, and I'm not saying that it changed everything for people <laughs> in the audience, but my friends were texting me, and they were like, what's happening? I actually, as he was performing, Googled Nick Hexum age, because I'm like, yeah. his body is insane. Uh, insane. So I mentioned it again to him because it's going to be a little cooler, uh, a little sure. like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. Perfect weather, though, to be on the beach. And he said, listen, if the crowd demands it, <laughs> I'm going to have to do it. So what I'm saying is, hey, crowd, demand, demand it. it. And I will bring this up every single what's happening <laughs> until Saturday's weenie roast. Don't think I won't. You're making me horny. Well, I'm just saying he's a handsome man. Yes, yeah, sounds like you're horny. All right. Um, stop making my son's horny. Okay, there's a lot of horny drops that I didn't know existed. <laughs> All this talk about sex is making me horny. Okay. All right. Uh, something that won't make you horny. She went from to oh to. I mean, that might. Exactly. Uh, oh, the... him so horny, <laughs> so horny. You have more. I know you do. Go I, ahead. I do. No, I want, I want you, you to start your next story first. Okay, so you can interrupt. Okay. The newest social media challenge. I'm all horned up right now. You don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I'm horned up, everybody. Involves sucking air out of a plastic bag with a vacuum, all while a person is inside of it. Needless to say, it could be dangerous. It's called the vacuum challenge or the trash bag challenge. So... Someone climbs into a garbage bag with their head sticking out, and then another person sticks a vacuum in, sucks the air out, until it becomes so tight that it just kind of looks like, almost like plastic, like almost lycra against your skin. Yeah. And why lycra? I'm not really? sure. There's got to be a better material. I, I was thinking said. like saran wrap is what uh, it yes, would actually like. Yes, like a saran wrap, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but black. If your trash bag is black. 
God, I'm just thinking about Nick Hexum with his shirt off. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's not good for you. Experts warned that the challenge can lead to cerebral hypoxia, a condition that leads to a decrease of oxygen supply to the brain, uh, which is important. You, you know need what? That. Let him do it. Oh, I say it's thinning out the herd. <laughs> yeah, for even, sure. I'm almost mad we reported on it. But you just think this, it helps them. It helps the brain. Darwinism. Isn't this le- like legit? They always tell you make sure that you don't have plastic bags around if you've got a, a pet or a kid because you yeah. can get your head in there and find out very quickly you don't have enough oxygen to survive. I mean, it's, this is so irresponsible and so dangerous for something like this to get out because legitimately you could die doing it. Well, this, your head is sticking out, so it it seems different than those warnings that we all have on that plastic bag, but mm-hmm. it's still stupid. And I still say, if it sounds stupid and you're still into it, thank you, Darwinism. Go ahead and do it. Videotape <laughs> okay. it, put it online. Eat a Tide Pod while you're doing it. Absolutely. Plank on a cliff while you're doing it. <laughs> Take <laughs> a selfie near a, like the Pacific Palisades cliff. Do it. Do, do it. all those things. I love it, you guys. <laughs> Uh, So Ron Howard was on a podcast, and he wound up saying that online trolls were partly to blame for the poor box office performance of Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh. Yeah, he was on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, and he said that trolling was a crucial factor in the film's underperformance. Here's his quote. I wish it could have lived up to the box office expectations. That's disappointing. Why didn't it? Maybe that's the release date. Maybe it was too nostalgic. Maybe pushed back from the previous movie. Some trolling, definitely. It was especially noticeable in several algorithms, such as Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. There was an inordinate push uh, down of people with the wanting to see it on the fan voting. So he thinks that that's what kind of swayed people. Hmm. And he said, I didn't take it personally. Oh, Ron. Could he be a nicer human being? No, he couldn't. When no. really you want to say, so F you, you a-hole right. fanboys. Right. Because I know people don't like to hear this. Han Solo was a great movie. Solo, a Star Wars story, kicked butt. I it like was that too. so good. I didn't see it. I was too busy putting up bad reviews on Metacritic. Were you? <laughs> I understand. I understand. It's a full-time and job. I, and I'd like to say I love what Ron Howard and Martin Scorsese is the same way. They do great movies when they direct uh, you know, regular dramas, but mm-hmm. they're also getting into documentaries a lot. Yeah. Both of them are heavy into music documentaries, and Ron Howard did that Beatles Eight Days a Week documentary. He did the Jay-Z documentary about Made in America. He's got the Pavarotti documentary coming out this you Friday. You are so oh. excited. He couldn't see it. Pavarotti! No! I mean, it looks great. I'm just saying I love it. Pavarotti for Weenie. It's not too late. It is too late. We can get him. We can get him. He did. I'm sorry, what mean? I said he did. I just love that Ron Howard is alternating Ron Howard for Weenie. Ron Howard for Weenie. I'm saying he's the nicest guy in the world and also crazy talented in his Crazy town for Weenie. <laughs> I don't hate that either. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Oh. Yeah, I'm good without it. Okay. Woo. That was good, guys. Uh, Miley Cyrus's Black Mirror episode, Rachel Jack and Ashley 2, is now available to stream on Netflix. And some of the songs in the episode may sound familiar. It's because they're actually rewrites of Nine Inch Nail songs that have been, quote, popified. Uh, I will tell you my emotions in one word. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Nine Inch Nails frontman Trent Reznor said, I didn't question the integrity of how it would be used. It was a flattering ask, and I thought, yeah, let's try it. Let's see. That's quite I'm dying, the attitude dying to have. to hear those. Me I mean, they, too. They rewrote the lyrics of Head Like a Hole to yeah. sound like a, a bop. 
Yeah. Giddy I up. don't, uh, I can't even picture that. I can't either. That's why I'm dying to see it. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Head Like a Hole is now a song called On a Roll. So, oh, man. I, Doesn't that uh, seem like the kind of thing Trent Reznor would say? No, of I, course not. She I did. Think, and she'd do like, I want to pet you like an animal. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I think back in the day, he probably would have been like, absolutely not. Trent Reznor has come a long he way has, yeah. when it comes to, especially movie scores and stuff like that. He gets that aspect of it. So I bet it was super flattering. Like, you're going to take my songs and really whack them up? Let's hear it. I respect and, it. And Alex, I don't want to steal your thunder if this is in your uh, your story there, but they're putting out special Nine Inch Nails Black Mirror t-shirts with the new lyrics on them. I mean, they're fully embracing this. This is beyond just him saying, yeah. it's okay, I'll give my permission. I mean, they're going with it. I like it. I like it a lot. You know what else I like? When the show's over, you can go home. <laughs> Jeez. Happy birthday, Robert Englund, Harvey Firestein, Paul Giamatti, and guitarist from Corn Monkey. Love him. That's what's happening. Take your alley and your drive home today. Listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness. Be SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean the Show. SoCal what? Honda Dealers. Okay. a few Lunch. extra syllables. Uh, yeah, right. Maybe I added a little. I didn't even have good. to do the drop. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen's been trying to throw me off with that drop every single time I did it by myself. Um, you guys remember we did the story on pogo sticks that were supposedly going to replace scooters in San Francisco? And we we all thought it BS. has to yeah. be a joke. It has to be a joke. So we said, Dave, get us the president of the company that supposedly is doing this. And he found someone. And we're going to talk to him tomorrow morning. Is and it him? Claims that it's real? Yes. Okay, you just said he found someone. It's his company. Okay. Oh, it's his. Okay. Yes, and he says that Pogo sticks in San Francisco, which makes so no sense. I don't know. The Are Disney birds? birds love it. Why birds? Okay. Also tomorrow, uh, celebrating the 35th annual, uh, the 30, 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. This is really throwing me off. Me, for God's sake. Birds are killing all of us. For God's sake, If it's man. not vacuuming, it's birds. Come God on, man. damn it. Uh, you guys are going to miss this when I'm gone. I know. Celebrating yeah. the third. I wanted to make this announcement, though, because it's a big one. Yeah. Ce- celebrating the 35th anniversary uh-huh. of Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd. No. Well said, Kevin. In our studio. The real yeah. one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a fake one? I mean, does he know? He, know, I, he probably doesn't know. He We're probably just know. on a list that he doesn't realize. Guys, I'm making him sign nothing but trouble, the DVD case tomorrow. The, the only movie he ever directed that's considered a bomb. <laughs> but I'm 100% <laughs> oh, making Oh, great. This it. is good. Yeah. Wait till the end. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's tomorrow morning. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.